to another installment of the Sports Rap Podcast right here on Heat 100 Radio. And this is another installment of the interview series that we have just begun. Rosita Newton is tuned in. Thanks for watching. So today, What's up, mom? What's up, mom? see that? Mom is tuned in. So now you, I know you're going to be relaxed now. <laughs> Mom is tuned in. Mom, thank you for tuning in. She actually went on when you sent her the message. She went on and requested to join the group, which is great. So I appreciate that, Mom. And stay tuned. He's here. You can all, as you see, you can send com- you can type comments in if you're watching this live on Facebook. And as always, we will read as many comments as we can, can get to. Also, just went a little bit overboard a little bit extra and today we have a phone line open today so if any event that you would like to call in and talk to myself talk to my guest numbers 267-969-2583 and i will be giving that number out throughout the show so today we have in studio with us ivan robinson is tuned in ivan i think you know this guy that's sitting here with me he says what's up to you so what's going on? And definitely, Ivan, I will definitely see you on Saturday. We have today a gentleman who I met through social media, but we had the opportunity to speak to one another, which I always like to do when I talk to people about the podcast. We had the opportunity to speak right. to one another prior to him being here today. And both of us were just on the same wavelength, same page. We just clicked. Right. When we talked, uh, we were supposed to talk about setting up the video, an interview. Uh, we did that, but then we just started talking in general. Right. Uh, some people we know, familiar friends, mutual friends, and just things in life that we've been through. Both have been through that. Just we just clicked. So without further ado, some of you that are tuned in probably already know him because you see him. We know mom knows him, but we have Brian here, owner, CEO of World Guy Squad Apparel, and elder in his church. He also has an event space, has a nonprofit, so he's very much involved in the community. And this is one of the things that we like to do here ourselves at Heat 100 Radio and the Sports Red Podcast. We like to bring you sports as always and i'll tell you a little bit down the road how sports ties into this as well but we also like to bring on people like we like to say that look like us that are doing positive things with themselves and within their communities we always like as we like to say we always like to give back right and in a lot of ways i feel in our communities there's not enough give back so we like to use our platform to present people in our own backyards, in our own city, right. that are giving back, that people can reach out to and help with the give back. Right. Because we all know how the city has been <laughs> since the pandemic, before the pandemic, and continually. With all the senseless gun violence and everything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. So we got to get our communities back. If right. we don't, we might be, we might end up, well, we already talking about it, we might end up in another pandemic and another lockdown. lockdown yeah. But besides that, you feel like you're still locked down even when you're out now because of the way things are going. Yeah. So, Brian, yes, how does it feel to be here 
Live on the radio today. It feels today. great, man. You had me nervous, but now I'm good. That's good. I, I'm glad. Frank brought me in, man. I'm glad. Yes, sir. I'm yes, definitely sir. glad welcome, that man. we got that out the way and the nerves are gone. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's a great thing to have you here. Like mm-hmm. I said, you were telling us uh, before we went live, you had a lot of people calling you, a lot of people um, time chiming in, tuning in. Right. And again, folks, the group is a, it's a public group. And again, if you're watching, you know, um, we'll get the alert that you're watching. But shoot us some comments and let us know mm-hmm. what's going on and how you feel about what we're doing here today. Mm-hmm. And anything that you want to ask, if you have any questions, you know, you can ch- type them in and we'll get to them okay. on the air. Mm-hmm. So before we get started in, in talking about the business, Brian, give us a little bit of your background. Well, my background, I come from Logan. I graduated from Simon Gratz okay. in 88. Wow. Uh, I left Logan in, I want to say, 92, 93. Went to Southwest Philly. Uh, was heavy in the streets. Mm-hmm. Left Southwest Philly, went back up North Philly to Section York. That's my original roots. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was heavy in the streets. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a job. I got a job at a local hospital and became good friends with an old friend of mine who wound up being a pastor, Dwayne Bowser. And he taught me, he told me one thing. He said, uh, God is on your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? God is on your life. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe that he was a reverend because I knew him when he was in the streets. Right. So he invited me to church, and one day I just went. He said, just show up. Mm-hmm. And that was the day that really changed my life. Me showing Absolutely. up. That changed my life. Uh, God showed me my, my, what, I, what my plans should be. Mm-hmm. I struggled with it. You know, I still was out there. But God worked on me. Right. And um, Dwayne had a basketball team down at, at the hospital that I was at. And I got on the team, played on the team. And we won a couple of championships. But when we broke up, I wanted to still play. Mm-hmm. And that's where God Squad came from. That was the name of my team. It came from there, God Squad. And the 05-07 come from, that that was 05 when I I made that up, and we won the championship in 07. Creation equals victory. That's where I get that from. You can see that on his hat, too, as well. So you talked about you going into church, and I already know the story, but just to give some of the people that might be tuned in that don't know, just... Give, give us the brief version that you told me about the church and the appearance of the people in the church when you went to the church. Uh, when I got there, I seen a whole bunch of me's. Everybody was like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was, we was raised on a, a different uh, uh, persona, a perspective of what we was going to see when we went to church. I got in there and saw everybody like me. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. I thank you for that. And just what he just said, the last word he said, every, a different, you have a different perception Right. A persona of what church should be growing up. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring that to the table to let people know that it's not always like that. Right. Like he said, he walked in there. You heard the story. He said he was heavy in the streets. Right. He walked into that church and he saw people that looked just like him. Reflection of him, yeah. Just like him. Mm-hmm. So, people, it can happen. Yeah. Whatever way it's going to happen, if you believe and you have faith, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, um, you just got to stick with it. Like we had a little brief conversation before we came on and I mentioned one thing I mentioned is a lot of people believe that 
not succeeding your first time around right. is a failure. Um, you get down in the dumps in that. Don't get down in the dumps in that hey, yeah. because you'll have another shot. Yeah. But just take in mind the positives from that are the experience mm -hmm. and the fact that you automatically have the red flags so you'll know what to look for next the next time around and you'll know how to get over those obstacles. Mm -hmm. So we just you just told us how you came up with um, the name of the company, um, the guy squad for the basketball team in the 05 and the 07. How did you get the idea to make clothing? Well, I was always into fashion. Okay. And um, I had the name. I said, just let me put the name with the clothes. Mm -hmm. And ran with it. Right. I, 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 I like representing myself. So I, had, Absolutely. I was wearing my guy squad. I said, I might as well put it on. I'm, I'm wearing my own stuff. Absolutely. Right. Nothing like doing that. Um, a, a lot of people get caught up in the mainstream brands. And then you have some people that come up with brands and they wonder why they struggle a little bit. Right. But sometimes I think it's because you might not wear enough of your stuff. Like, you I, like honestly, yeah, you, you have to. Like, one of the people that I, I got that from is Snoop Dogg. And I'm not sure if he still has his clothing line now or whatever, but... but one of the things he mentioned when he was interviewed and talking about his clothing line, he said that he wears his own stuff. Right. And like they say, uh, word of mouth is the best advertiser. So people seeing it yeah. is the best advertiser. Yeah. You know, um, you got to feel comfortable in your own skin and in your own brand. Right. You have to market your own brand. Just like Frank, you know, every time I'm out. I try to wear some sports rack. Anywhere I go, I try to wear some sports rack. So you gotta have a brand. You, you have to brand yourself. And what better way to what better way to advertise? And people, that's free advertising. Free advertising. You all know. If you ain't know anything about the business, it's gonna cost you a little bit of change to advertise or whatever. But when you wear your own, you promote your own. It's free advertising. Absolutely. Um, in the process. Or how was the process when you decided to actually fully transition over and create the whole brand? The process wasn't that hard because, like I said, I love wearing what I make, so I just was rocking it. Right. Mm -hmm. People were like, let me get that, let me get a shirt, let me get it. All right. What's right. wrong with it then? Right. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the best ways. Like I said, when you wear it, people ask questions. Like me personally, I'm a T-shirt fanatic. Yeah. So... Anybody that knows me will know that you very rarely see me with a t-shirt with nothing on it. Right. Uh, designs, athletic wear, whatever. I always have something on it. Right. But I'm very much into design. Like you said, not so much the fashion. I guess that is fashion. But the design and things that are different. Right. So that's what made me reach out just as um, on Instagram. I saw the designs and I saw the guy squad. Right. Um, even not knowing what it fully was. Mm. But... The merchandise that I saw, the designs that I saw, right. was something that I would wear, something right. that was different. Right. And I knew that it would catch people's eye. Right. So when I'm walking around, like, people look at my shirt. Like, I was in the store the other day, and I forget what shirt I had on. But I'm walking around, and every person that came past me, not too many people asked what it was, it. but everybody was looking and, and yeah. trying to read the shirt as yeah. I'm walking by. Yeah. So again, <laughs> if you're inspired to do this, mm -hmm. you got to do your stuff. You got to do you. Yeah. You have to promote your stuff. Mm 
Uh, were there any challenges when you started so, out? There's always challenges. Mm-hmm. Oh, why I ain't, Why this person don't want to buy my stuff? Why they not right. ask me for nothing? Mm-hmm. You know, it's always challenges. Always. But I look at it like uh, the women buy more than the men. Absolutely. <laughs> they, Absolutely. They, buy, they, they want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I look at it like uh, in due time, you know, they, you know, everybody stuck on the, the name brand, the Gucci's and the Louis. Yep. So you gotta mix it up. Gotta I got mix guys it up. Spot on Gucci. Mm-hmm. You gotta mix it up. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So, how has your progress been since you started? Uh, the progress been great. Uh, since I started the clothing line, I made it into my nonprofit. So that's where the nonprofit name come from. World God Squad Creation Equals Victory. Okay. So you know I'm uh I'm gonna run with it on on in that, but it been it's, it was it was a great transition. Right. Cool. So let's talk a little bit about um the other businesses that you run. You have a nonprofit like you said, and you also have an event space. Uh, I know pretty much the gist of the event space. Tell us a little bit about the event space and what type of events have you held and what type of events do you intend to hold. Yes, uh, Brown and Rose event and catering space is uh, mainly my wife's uh, business, but we got the name, my name and her name together. Her name is Helen, so Brown Lynn. Mm-hmm. And okay. both our mother names is Rose. That's good. So gotcha. actually, you know, Brown and Rose. Yeah. And um, that, came, that comes from her cooking. She's okay. the best cook I ever met besides my aunt okay. that passed, my aunt Val, but she cooks. Oh, great cook, huh? Yeah, so next time we have you up here, we're gonna have to have the missus cook us some grub, yeah, man. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And we just we got the space and mm-hmm. we do weddings, baby showers, birthday parties, you cool. name it, we okay. have it. Meetings, business meetings, mm-hmm. whatever, we have it. Cool. You know? So like I mentioned, I talked to you a little bit about Monica and shout out to her, owner of the station. Uh, okay. Simply Monica. Um okay. if you don't know her, you need to just go to all of her social media sites and check her out. Runs multiple things, mm-hmm. um, and in my opinion, is always busy, even when she looks like she's not busy. So for you, how is it running multiple businesses? Uh, it's an everyday busy process. Listen, listen. Every day, all day. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not one thing; it's another. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. So um, what you do, you have to love it. Okay. You have to love what you do. Right. That's what you want to make that money, then you got to go make the money. Right. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we have the cooking. Mm-hmm. I love the clothes. I love helping the, helping these youth, so that's what the nonprofit comes from. Mm-hmm. I want to change these Philly streets. We got to start somewhere. It got to be a change. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. So it's a lot of it's a lot of brothers out here advocating for this change, and, and I'm going to jump in and help too also. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, did you ask him a quick question? Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, promote white parties, and, and I haven't done, done anything since the pandemic. So make a long story short, not take too much of the time. My question is to you, B. Um, I started a cookie business like a couple years ago. I only did like three sales. So the question, like D was saying, how can I juggle? Like after I finish get my first you house, cookie all, or cookie? It's cookie business. Cookies, yeah, like like cookie, but like the college kids. I, I got that. I got my Uber driver. Keep making cookies. So here's what it was. When they get in your Uber, give them. Yeah. You pass out some yeah. cookies. So one of the clients gave me a business because until I buy property, mm-hmm. I wanted like how can I make money with the students? They love eating cookies around final time. So mm-hmm. me and Sheena, we bake cookies like sugar cookies. You know. So real quick, that promoting parties and I must also buy Airbnb in a couple years. Mm-hmm. So real quick. 
juggling all these businesses, what can I do to like be successful? Walk on crazy. Make your cook. You gonna go crazy? Yeah. You gonna make them cookies? Right. Pass them out. Right. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. to you. You gonna get offers? Let me let me. Well, how much for cookies? Where I get yeah. the cookies from? Right, right. Somebody going. It's the opportunity is gonna be there. It's yeah. Gonna, somebody gonna want them cookies. Yeah. My white party like once a year. I just do that event like once a year. We'll have a cookie party. <laughs> oh wow. We <laughs> have a cookie <laughs> party. So, how do you feel your line fits in with other people doing the same type of lines, and what do you think makes your line stand out? Uh, that's a good one. I don't want to fit in. I want to stand out. God squad. Mm-hmm. God told me to do this. Mm-hmm. This is coming from the Lord. Right. right. That's my bag. We don't feel we have victory. Creation equals victory. There you go. Okay. Like, you know, everything I create is going to, is going to come to pass. Success. Yes. yes. Absolutely. So I walk and stand on it. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. So in the promotion, and you saw Brian um, and everybody else that noticed and saw, I saw that there is a boxer, Tsunami Sam. Mm-hmm. How did you guys link up? And how did you get to be the uniform supplier for him? Well, I, I met. Tsunami, when I was working, uh, he knows my trainers. He knows my trainer uh, boxers. My okay. trainer is Marty Smith. Okay. Uh, Hottie Boxers in- Incorporated. He mm-hmm. trains me. And um, he knew one of the trainers, and I was like, you box? He's like, yeah, I know I know Keenan. Keenan is Marty's brother. He boxes, Killer Keenan, and, and, and Donald Love Smith. Okay. So um, once he told me, told me he knew them. I was like, well, you know, when next time you fight, I'll come. And he had a fight, and he came, and he said, oh yeah, I like the. He's in the. He lost his family, so he's in the guy a little pretty heavy too. Mm-hmm. Cool. He lost his whole family in the fire. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I, he said, um, I know. Can you make me one in my outfit? I said, no problem. Absolutely. And I made him, you know, and he had a good fight that night too when he wore that. Cool. You know I mean? Blessing. Blessing. Yeah. yeah. So. How do you, where do you see um, your line in the next couple of years? Victory, wherever God take it, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. However, it, however it come, I'll take it. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Whoever wear it will be blessed, though. When it comes Absolutely. To the right. Absolutely. I like that. It's Absolutely. a walking blessing. Yes, it is. Yes, indeed. Yes, it is. So there you have it, folks. We got that all out the way. So now that we are assured. That Brian is comfortable and relaxed, and good. We're doing good, like man. you said, he like he mentioned, he played basketball. Mm-hmm. So we do sports here, so we are going to get into some sports. Mm-hmm. We, I got some topics that we're going to talk about, and we're going to get his insight on some of these things um, when we come back. So right now, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take our first break, official break of the day. Yes, sir. But before I take that first break, I got to remind you, September the fifth, oh yes, I'm going back. Sunday before Labor Day. I know you've seen the post. <laughs> I know you've seen them because you've commented on them. You've liked them. Um, the seventh year anniversary for Heat 100 Radio. Uh, it's probably six for the sports rap show. So we one year behind, but we right in the mix. Seven year anniversary. And you all know what happened on July 4th at Lou and Choose. You know how that went down. This time around, I don't know if anything Triple is going to match this. MC Light? We got the incomparable uh, MC Light. Uh, I'm, I'm taking pictures of her. Also performing. Uh, also performing. <laughs> Philly legends. Philly female legends. Wow. 
Miss J and Nina Ross. All brought to you by Simply Monica. Monica Mason, Simply Monica. Simply Monica 72 uh, is most of her handles. Um, I am Simply Monica and Heat 100 Radio, the boss lady here. So make sure you tuned in to Heat, Heat 100 Radio to get your tickets. If not, you can check the post, check Simply Monica, get on Eventbrite, get your tickets. $40 for general admission, $75 for VIP. And I keep telling people in every post, you can get in the building. That's fine. We'd love to have you. But you're going to want to get in the VIP section. So with that being said, we're going to take our first break. And in homage to one of our special guests on that day, listen to Cappuccino by MC Light. We'll see you on the other side in just a couple minutes. Hey, How much for, like, for us? Hmm? Uh, you know yeah, you got to call Monica. I don't know how much she's doing yeah, for us. Got the cater I, yeah, I think she do. Where's it going to be yeah. at again? At the penthouse on Germantown Avenue. Germantown. It's like a couple doors. It's right up the street, for, I think, from Treasures. Oh, yeah, I have mine. Where's the penthouse? It was at, uh, damn, what is that? Germantown. I forgot the door. Actually, I got a It's up the street. Like, Treasures is near the corner of that yeah. little block. Yeah. It's going, coming back down Germantown Avenue. A couple doors on the same side. A couple doors away from it. Yeah. And then to this interview series. And like I said, our interview somewhat seemed short. But Brian is very confident and very comfortable now. Yes, he is. So, everything that we asked was everything that we needed to have answered. And his answers were right to the point precise and right on point mm-hmm. uh, if you will once again folks we are back uh sports rap podcast is the group page so we are live again you can get there and just like i mentioned to brian earlier um he asked me if anyone cannot get the feed just give me a day or two you know most at the latest wednesday and he will have the fit the footage uh and his i will send email him the footage um so he can have it yes, and share it with you all so, we talked about, before we went on air, we talked a little bit about the free agency right. situation. How there was a lot of money being spread around. Mm-hmm. And people, if y'all don't know how much money was being spread around, it was a lot of money being money. spread around. Mm-hmm. So, NBA money, and, and people, if you don't understand, NBA money Guaranteed. is a lot more guaranteed than some of the other sports. Like when I read you in the in the opening, um, in the news and updates, where I talked about Josh Allen, he has 140 something guaranteed. That has to be put into their contracts, um, in football and some of the other sports. So in, in basketball, a lot of that money is pretty much guaranteed. That's why players, when they sometimes um, want to leave a team, they get traded somewhere they don't want to be there. They ask for a buyout, and they get a good portion of that contract. You know, that's why some of the players have some trade clauses or no trade clauses um, in that. Like, they might want to stay somewhere, Mm -hmm. so they have a no trade clause in their contract. And then others uh, go in and have a trade kicker, where if they get traded, I get another bump in my salary, which I think is crazy that if, if you get traded, you get an extra kick. Like, if you get traded. Like, Steph Curry, like 200 million? Yeah, he got like two hundred million. Yeah, that's the second time um, getting that too. It's a lot. It so also help, uh, help you not get traded. Yeah. Help you that, that money. Yeah. 
might yeah. not be worth that tag. They got might not be worth it. Yep. They and then, then if you get traded, like teams that don't forget, people forget. Once you get that trade, yeah. sometimes teams are stuck with you mm-hmm. and stuck with that contract that as contract. well. Yeah. yeah. So I also mentioned real quickly, and we talked a little bit about tampering, mm-hmm. and we talked about the Lonzo Ball situation and the Kyle Lowry situation. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, let me ask you. How do you feel about that, and what do you think about that situation? Like, we know today's NBA is now the age of the super team, and I'm not signifying or saying that those guys are, you know, super team uh, worthy or whatever, mm-hmm. but it seems like some people might have crossed the line mm-hmm. and talked a little bit before they were supposed to. Yeah, they, somebody let the, the cat out the bag. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Told them, was, come on, meet me down in Miami. Let's see what we can do. Right. Somebody told us. Well, yeah. You know, they're you know, going to try to stop that super team. Yeah, you know? it, it, it's funny how, so we're all around the same age, so it, it's funny how mm-hmm. we see all these super teams now. Oh, boy, um, Crazy. Everybody wants to go play with this person, and I'm going to go play with him, Why and I'm going to get a ring. <laughs> a lot of ring chasing yeah. going on right now. Yeah. And a lot of these younger players feel like, that's their win. only legacy. It's like, I got to win a ring. If I don't win a ring, then they're not going to talk about me or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I've said to people in the last couple of days and last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. some of these guys may have to think about taking a page out of Charles Barkley's book. Yeah. Patrick Ewing. Right. The guys that were Irish. great. Kevin Iverson. Kevin the guys that were great mm-hmm. in the NBA ended up not winning rings but are still topics of many many conversations uh going on so i look back and if you have any guess or any opinion how do you think what's going on now is different from the chris paul situation when the nba blocked his trade to the lakers they, they, I think they thought it was going to be too much of a battle. Mm-hmm. They knew Chris Paul was going to get over there cooking, so they so they, they stopped it. it right. and, they yeah, wanted and, it to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and, it was, and it was, it was like he was coming from the Clippers. They wanted that. They wanted that ring. No, he was going from the when the Hornets were in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, he was he going was from the Hornets yeah, to the Lakers. Lakers. Did Jordan yeah. have that then? Jordan, you know, he he never. Jordan, he didn't have that. What had what? Um, no. Well, he did. He was on. He's still the owner now. But I thought you meant that he had, like, what was going on there. He put, he put some spice in that pride. <laughs> he might. I don't think he was there yet um, as far. I think he was partially still owning part of the Wizards mm-hmm. at the time. But I just bring that situation up because it's like kind of like night and day mm-hmm. from what's going on now. Right. Like like you said, somebody let the cat out the bag and that thing, and they the NBA was a little fearful on how the scale was going to go right. with the competition level. Mm-hmm. But when you look now, right. you've got the Brooklyn Nets, who initially had Kyrie and KD. Right. During the season, they made the change for made the uh, cha- trade for James Harden. Tiffany Davidson, thanks for tuning in. Glad you brought that up, Dave. Um, before they <laughs> even made that trade for James Harden, right. when the season opened up, when they made the sign to KD, right. they were automatically by mainstream media put at the top. Like mm-hmm. they're going to win it. 
the Lakers had just won it and, you know, lost some players to free agency and whatnot. But then they just automatically put the Nets right at the top. Right. And we see what happened. They didn't win it. Um, that, that a couple years in a row, though. Yeah. That, 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 right. That, that always, that always takes me back to, that always takes me back to what I feel was the beginning when LeBron initially left Cleveland and went to Miami. And people, again, automatically, oh, they're going to win the chip. Whatever, whatever. And I said to a lot of people, and a lot of people, not even injuries, but a lot of people thought I was crazy when I said this. And what I said to people was, they're not going to win it in their first year. Yeah. And people said, and people said, well, no, they got D-Wade, and they got Chris Bosh and LeBron. I said, okay. And I said, y'all got to understand, it's one basketball. So Dwayne Wade was already there. He had already won two. He won one with Shaq. And then he went on the one one without Shaq. So he was solidified. I saw them He was solidified in that. Coming over coming over LeBron and Chris Bosch. Coming from the situation that they were in. They were hungry. Not so much hungry. And I'm not saying that they weren't hungry, but now you got the addition of two more players that were closers for their respective teams previously. And, um, so now you got Cleveland. Dwayne Wade as the closer, so to speak, in Miami currently. Teams, then you bring those two in. Yeah. I think the biggest man in that situation was Dwayne Wade. He was. Because if you don't remember, he took a step back. Yeah, he said LeBron talked. LeBron he took talked a step back and said, look, too. LeBron, you go ahead and take it yeah. and do this. Yeah. You mean, that means LeBron was the man. Right. You're not gonna take a step back if you not if you the man. Right. LeBron, what it was, he was the biggest star in the league. Mm-hmm. And him taking a trade. When you're the biggest star, that's what to be. You sort of wherever your team is, that's where you win at. Right. By him leaving, that's what the controversy is. Right. He's the big man that left. Mm-hmm. Of course, never friends. Step back. Never yeah. Time. That's one of the things I admired about. A lot of the stuff that Giannis said well, after winning his first one. Wayne Winston was his problem, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. When, so Giannis, um, when Giannis said, this is how it's supposed to be like done. That. Right. He said it took us eight years. Yeah. Him and Chris Milton, eight years. That's 80s, 90s. So I like Giannis. And see, the three of us are sitting here saying that because that's the basketball that we grew up on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Baldi's probably tuned in. If not, I'm sure if he was here, he would agree with us and chime in a lot with this. That 80s, 90s basketball is the basketball that we grew up on. And the stars that we had then, there was no Brian beat me, so I'm going to play him. I'm going to play with him. I ain't going through this again. I'm going to play with him. No, it it wasn't like that. It was Brian beat me, even if we're friends. Look, B, you got this one, but I'm letting you know right now, next next season, I'm coming. So you better be ready. I'm not teaming up with you. You know, it, (laughs) it wasn't none of that teaming, unless there were some trades. Which is trades. Sometimes trades get tricky, and sometimes trades are Not something that you can't overcome. Players. But it was never the star. Right. It was never. Was never the star players like that. That got traded like that. It was never that. Like back then, players that became stars for a team had longevity with that team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, look at how that whole time frame played out. You had the Lakers, and and the Celtics. Oh God! Y'all had tough time with the Celtics, but y'all kept coming. Y'all kept coming, and eventually, Lakers. y'all got them. Yeah. Then it was Detroit, 
oh, in Boston, in the East. Detroit couldn't beat him. Uh-huh. And it got to the point where, look, we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep fighting. And then they got him. And then it trickled on down again. It was Detroit and Chicago. Chicago and New York. Detroit and New York. Back then, Indiana in that mix. It's like, yo, listen. This will work out. We're going to do what we're going to do. Imagine Reggie Miller would have went to Jordan. You know? And like we said, like, said he would cuss them out. like we said, we got we can talk about a list of players that we could say. Imagine if he went here. Imagine if they went there. And I have a Celtics fan here with me today. Boo, and so I've, I've Boo. talked to some people just basketball wise, and basically the topic that we're talking about right now. Right. I posted something a couple weeks ago, and someone mentioned that the Boston Celtics when they had their big three was somewhat a resemblance of the current situation as far as big threes and super teams. Are you talking about Kevin McCown now? But I had to correct him. You know what I'm talking about with Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Pierce, and KG. And I said, folks, it's not the same situation. It's not. Because none of them was the top name, top, top faces in the league. They, they didn't get drafted. They all got traded. Trade. Oh, trade. It was all I'm, trades. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Right. And at the time... Mm-hmm. It's a little less downplayed than like Brian just said with LeBron because at the time LeBron was presumably the face of the NBA or becoming the face of the NBA. And then, like I said, my whole issue with that was the big TV show that came about with that transition. I felt like it really didn't need to be that. You know, I understood free agency and free agent, you can go sign with whoever. Then just go sign with them. Right. You know, you ain't got to make it all a big TV show uh, and all this, right. you know, extravagant. Right. So when right. you have people like that, right. those are the types of things that happen. And I mean, I've since gotten over it. Like I said, when I first <laughs> saw it, it was just a thing with me. It was like, and that was just me. And I, our basketball background was like, come oh, on, man, cousin, really? Did you really have to? You can't stand LeBron. Man, I'm, I'm right. saying, right. Like, he can't yeah, stand I'm saying, what? I mean, wouldn't shock because right. I love the purple and gold. But I'm like, dude, yeah. Michael, don't stop talking about that, Michael Jones. So, I'm a Lakers fan. <laughs> so now that you brought that up, we got a Lakers fan in the building. So you got yes, three sir. fastest here. You got a Sixers <laughs> fan, Celtics fan, and a Lakers fan. Boo. So in a small wow. way, we got we kind of outnumber Frank because we got two Eastern Conference and oh, one Western God. Conference. Mm-hmm. If Baldy was here, he'd really be out of it because it would be two to one and two to one. Oh, my God. So, so good. <laughs> the Lakers, and... and might be a little painful for Frank. No, I'm just kidding. But we talked about it. It's nothing really bad. I said, but the first year that you got AD, I mentioned to you some things that I noticed just by watching basketball the way that I watch basketball and being a fan. And I said, it, it, it has to work. Just because you got this dude, it has to work. And I said that to you. I said, if he don't stay healthy, it's going to be a problem. It worked, though. It worked. And it worked. It worked. And then in year two, he couldn't stay healthy. And now you have a situation with the Lakers where Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, AD, and and, and a lot of people that, that they filled in. Carmelo. Yeah, Carmelo now too. A lot of people that have, that have been filled in into that roster. But... Dwight Howard went back. Dwight Howard went back, yes. Yeah. Now, the burning question, though, for that team is something that I said to you before, Frank. Uh-huh. And it's not the issue of AD being hurt. With the makeup of this roster right now, it scares me, man. 
Anthony Davis, willingly or unwillingly, is going to have to play some of the five spot. But that's easy, though. It is easy. Easy. Right. We can sit here and say that. But he don't want to play that position. And and it's crazy because for some of the centers in the league, some of the centers in the league will not be able to guard him. Why are you mad? Right? If you look at if you look at like the situation with Joel Embiid right now or the past season, you see the difference in the coaching and how the coaches made him play closer to the basket. He still shoots those threes every now and then. But the majority the majority of the way he has climbed right now to being in the MVP conversation has shown that you can be a big man and you can play that. I mean, Joel Embiid, not as athletic as AD, I would say, but he can do some of the things that AD can do. He can take one or two dribbles, Euro, and get to the basket, which is crazy for a seven-footer. Crazy. Right. And I just say a little bit more athletic. Anthony Davis a little bit more athletic because Anthony Davis started out as a point guard. He just had one of those freak. He had one of them freak growth spurts, you know. But he still has some of those skills, and that's the only reason I say a little bit more athletic than Joe. But and Joe is just strong now, stronger now, and the coach, the new coaching staff with Doc Rivers and and the guys have instilled in him and showed him, look, you do what you do on that block. It ain't too many people that can stop you. It could be a very similar situation with Anthony Davis where he can use his athleticism to bring those fives away from the basket on other teams. You know, but again, he's going to have to play some five. And and the reason I say that is because the Lakers can have mismatches at the four spot. uh, You can put put LeBron at the four Uh where you can have a mismatch with a lot of fours in the NBA. Even though Melo is up there in age, as far as on the offensive end, he's still a threat to score. I'm just I'm, I'm just talking about yeah matchup. Like he, he probably will. He might not even. He might come off the bench. He might not. But I'm just saying the matchups, and he's a threat to score. So on the defensive end for other teams, they have to stay honest. They have to stay honest. So you could bring Dwight Howard off the bench, who's Second chance. Rebounder. Said that. Second tough chance. defense. Get second and now you have another threat to score and uh-huh. Russell Westbrook. So they've got four. He stays healthy they've got four legitimate positions mm. that you have to be honest with. You got to guard we're gonna play. on, on defense. You have to. Brooklyn. They say Brooklyn. That's so, hard, but y'all going to be balling. Yeah. So I, I hope that Anthony Davis can want to play some five. Like I said, he's very he's a lot reluctant yeah. to play that five. But I think y'all are going to have success success because of the talent level, period. Yeah. But I think for y'all to have the ultimate success, I just feel like he's going to have to play some of that five spot. Yeah. And again, it, it's going to be a problem because, like we said, you got four legit positions, four solid positions yeah. where the other team that's playing defense – you, you, you gotta you gotta guard your man. You can't stick You have to be very very precise mm-hmm. and critical wow. 
with your double teams. Right. It's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard. And, Frank, you just mentioned Brooklyn. They ain't going to make it. They can't stay healthy. Brooklyn showed me this year that without the injuries, Mm -hmm. considerably past that three, it's not much there. It's not much there. With them being in the East, they're going to be challenged because of the five position. Again, and again, a lot of times now they talk about this positionless basketball. With They talk about positionless basketball now with all these players. But the problem is you do have some fives. Um, they're in the Atlanta division with the Sixers. So they got to play Joel Embiid three three to four, maybe five times a season. Uh-huh. You got Giannis, who can play the four and the five. You know, so there's going to be some issues for Brooklyn. And it's tough because, again, those guys don't stay healthy. The three of them. They don't right. stay healthy. You're right. I thought they were going to go to the finals. You've never seen James Harden show up in the playoffs. He's very, right. He has to show right. me. He has to shut my mouth. I'm like, win a chip. I eat it. I'm like, congratulations. But he can't. He, he disappeared. I am so glad that he's a regular season the team. Sixers didn't make that trade and get James Harden. I don't know he's about a regular that. season. Because of, I don't know about that. Because of what they gave up, what they would have had to give up, he's I think they would have been very similar. In the same situation no. with Brooklyn. He has to show me. What NFL player Yo, compared to him? All MB needed was James Harden. And y'all would. Ben Simmons couldn't. Man. You wouldn't have took yeah. James Harden over Ben Simmons? I would have, but not with what they were asking. It's the kind of same kind of After situation. What you saw, would you have, would you have did it? I don't think I still would have did it. Business wise. You would have got a parade. Like, hey, it's bro. the same situation yeah. that the Sixers are in right now mm-hmm. with Ben Simmons, I believe. They asking price they is going to have to come down, they and they're going to move on whatever. But his asking price, you their asking price, going to have to come in, down. I think, <laughs> yeah, I just think that it was just too much been in league for them now. at the time. He, he can't hit his shot. Like, Listen, he, he no we. I don't like ripping nobody, man. And you know, I mean, wouldn't be hurt dropping forward. Right, no, you cannot. Right, make, make it, it, the the problem is he can do everything else it, it, with this whole. I'm glad y'all brought this up. I was trying not to. I'm, I'm actually glad. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I have no issue talking about it. It's, it's crazy because I told people, and some people got at, tried to get at me on my post on social media and say, oh, well, you you naysayers and this and that. What's going to happen if he go somewhere else and win and get better? I said, here's the thing that I see with Ben Simmons. You have to want to be better if you want to consider yourself to be great. Jordan said all the time. All the greats that we know that we have heard of called of greats mm-hmm. worked on their craft, yeah. got better, worked on the things that they needed to work on to improve. Yeah. Like I always say, Kobe's one of my favorite players. Kobe. And Kobe, every year, <laughs> every season, mm-hmm. Kobe brought something new to his he game yeah. to give you something different. I told people, I've told people, Ben Simmons, in my opinion, has has a few too many people around him 
Old cliche, old cliche that are telling him what he wants to hear and not what he needs to hear. Um, one of my friends said that to me. He said, well, y'all, but listen to that in the third. I said, well, he needs to work on his free throws. And for one... That got better a little bit. No. For one... They, had, they was playing no. a heck of them. For one, I've told people a little that he's truly not a point guard. He's playing point guard. They say he's going to be like a If you understand. A lot of people understand what I mean. He's playing point guard. So they went through this whole thing two years ago where people wanted him to shoot the three and whatever, whatever. And Brett Brown was saying, I want him to shoot at least two threes a game. It's bigger than the three-point shot for him as a point guard. My whole thing, and Frank, you remember I said this the whole time. I need him to get better from the free throw line. Because you're playing point, but you're playing point guard. So that means you have to control things late in games in a half-court situation. If you get fouled and you can't shoot free throws, you're not helping us. Right, you're not helping us. And one of the other things I mentioned was, like Brian just slightly mentioned, he didn't get any better, which he didn't. And I said, the issue for me is I like the kid. I like him a lot, too. Um, I told people a lot when they were talking about trading them last year. I said, listen, you can't just give them away, for one. I said, and right now, the current makeup of the roster, he does so many things well. For the team, it don't check all of them, but it checks quite a few boxes. (laughs) A lot. Okay, it checks a few. But I also said that play Uh in game, I think it was game six against the Hawks. When he gave up that dunk. He was. If you look at that play, and anybody understands basketball, if you get head and shoulders past a man, that man is beat. Worst case scenario, worst case scenario, you're going to get fouled and you're going to shoot two well, free scared, throws. He's scared to go to the line. He so didn't want to shoot the free throws. World, and he the kicked line. the ball to Matisse, what? who was outside of the paint uh, yeah. when you're right under the basket. Yeah. So you basically gave up a layup. Sure. You're 6'10". Yeah, 6'10". I said 6'7". You go up and you dunk the ball. And you get an M1. You can get an M1. And what I said was, yeah. I said, I me liking him, me liking him and the things that he does, and I feel like he's still a very talented yeah, kid. The issue I have is that play set it off for you. could that play could arguably define his career. He could have ruined his legacy on that play and kind of like I said, from now on, it it could very possibly be anytime that people talk about Ben Simmons, that particular play is gonna come up. And it's crazy. Because, like we said, you got AI, right. Charles Barkley. Right. Two guys that play here. Didn't win rings. Mm-hmm. AI did get the team to the finals against the Mighty Lakers. Yeah. Charles Barkley ended up getting to the finals with the Suns. Oh. But nonetheless, here, they played. But those guys were stars and true leaders, and they wanted to be great. Oh, yeah. And again, like I mentioned, they're still talked about to it's this bad. day. They're relevant. Yeah. Oh, but AI. everything that you talk about with them is something positive. You go, AI go to the game, man. I mean, like, any nah. given moment, <laughs> you can talk about AI. I love AI. And somewhere in that conversation, if it's an in-depth conversation, Top 10 all time. the playoff series against Toronto and against Milwaukee the year we went to the finals, 
where they scored fifty back to back. But not even that. The <laughs> Bucks team. and the and the, uh, oh the fifty points, the fifty oh, Bucks oh, and the Raptors, fifty oh, points back to back. But you're still going. But that's oh, things yeah, like I, I said. That's what I said. Those are positives. That people are going to talk about, even though you didn't win a ring, they're still in that conversation. Relevant. Ben Simmons could have seriously, seriously hurt his legacy. And the way things are going now, the way things are going now, I think it's beginning to affect him and affect his situation. And then you turning around and saying, no, I'm cutting off all ties with the team. Everything goes through my he agent. Get doesn't make it any better. That's why I say y'all say cigar. That's, 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 that's a good point. Just, just yeah, it's a good did, point. Did, did I, is I'm asking super question, guys, and we can move on to the next segment before we close out. Is it hard to just go in the gym? And take the basketball no. all summer. I know you, you know you want muscle with the girls. I don't know you got a girl with some love. No, it's not and hard. What, 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 what is he, he been in the league almost eight years with the Sixers. What, what's so hard for him to do that? That's the thing that I said. Now, what, that's that's the, the, air, is that's the thing that I said. Is that being no, it, it's, it all comes to a warrant. It all comes to you is wanting to be great. And you getting paid me to do it. Or being, or being complacent with where you are. When he said it's the best. And Wait, where's the thing? He should have been got. He should have been there. And year. see, the problem is it's ruined now. The problem is the difference with some of these younger guys, and I say this goes all the way down now yeah, to the AAU. Right, right, right. A lot of these guys are coddled, so they feel like everything is entitled Sports. to them. And then a lot <laughs> of them get paid, and then they start coasting. The, the ego thing, though. Not even that. They get paid. And they start coasting. Relax. Or you just get complacent with the success that you already have. I mean, look, last week I just saw the NBA named Ben Simmons the overall best defensive player. Some right. some insiders in the NBA named the best player in the NBA. Right. He's top five defense. He's all defensive team. Right. You know, he gets triple doubles. He's a decent playmaker, whatever. He's happy with that. Uh-huh. And that's the problem. I told people in the championship series, the whole series this year, right. looking at Giannis. Right. Love Giannis. But did. if you think about it, you, wanted it. you look at Giannis and Ben. Giannis could be very close to, I mean, Ben could be very close, if not very, well, see, not the Giannis same eyes, as Giannis. Giannis. It's not the eyes. Year. It's not even the Giannis eyes. He wanted no, it, 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 what it is, is this. That's Giannis... We seen Giannis play. Giannis ain't got no nice jumper. No. But Giannis will shoot it. He'll shoot the he three. Care. He don't care. He'll shoot an air ball. He'll he come back care. and shoot it again. Then he hit a three. Then and then when you start to come out on him, yeah. he uses his skill, same Boom. kind of skills that Ben Simmons has. Right. He'll go to the basket well, and he'll not finish. Scared of foul. But he'll get fouled. Right. He'll go to that free throw line. See what he was doing. He take his long time, school. whatever. But he'll shoot it. Yeah. He'll miss two. He'll shoot two air balls one time and come right back down, go to the basket, get fouled again, and with no problem, no hesitation, get right back up to that line and shoot that. Right. You, you, he is scared to fail. Jordan said that he can't be scared to fail. He's, He's scared to fail. He's and the thing is, again, he's complacent with where he is. He got paid. Right. He's talked about as 
he's been an all-star. Mm-hmm. He's talked about as a top defensive player. Yeah, that's all. his number one strength. So he looks at himself I did enough as that. a star. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But good. to win a chip, that, you got to keep going. Yeah. You got to keep going. Well, so, again, like I was saying, people said to me, well, what if he goes somewhere? And I said to him, like, I said, I said, I said, I hope he does because he has a lot of talent. Well, and he should be there. Well, I don't know where he can the go. La- the Lakers are now, at. also, he's talking this. He's also talking this. He wants to go to a California team. So I've heard that there's been that. talks again with the Golden State Warriors. You think they but need the problem with him going there. He come off the bench, right? He probably would start. Oh, start he would yeah. start there. But the problem with them is. Curry, Clay Thompson. The problem with them is the arrogance that he has. That I've heard that he has in the locker room, Dream walking around like he's big around. Somebody on that team Dream that's going to check him. Draymond, you know Draymond. They, they, like, they did the KD. They, they didn't want that deal. They want that deal. Yeah, but they they started talking yeah, again. Yeah, last week. But see, the difference is, Joel has said some things, and Joel has not gotten to that point yet mm-hmm. to be that type of leader. Where, look, dude, you, you playing like. Sh- you need to get your together, get your head out you, you know what, and let's do this. JoJo isn't there yet. Sixers right. don't really have anybody on their roster that's like that yet. It's too late. Yeah. And, and, and it's gonna be a shot, they're gonna boo. It's gonna it's be right. it's gonna be extremely hard because, like Brian said, it, it's pretty much too late. It's kinda like bring me back to what I said about Carson Wentz. Right. It's too far in your career. For you to not want to shoot the hey, ball. Hey, real quick before we go on break, uh, Mike, of course he's the goat. Him and Broccoli was on Oprah Winfrey. I looked at yeah. what I like was yesterday, and Oprah asked Mike. She said, "How do you feel about all these kids getting all this money?" He said, "I can't stand it." She said, "Why, Mike? Right? Because you got." He said, "I like it when they five years in, they get to earn it. They not earn it. Right. He's they not, not earn it." Yeah, no. I mean, he said they're not earning. I mean, like I said, it, it goes. Times have got to change. Gotta, yeah, times have just changed. I'm glad they're getting the money. It's no, I'm not a hater. You gonna get the money? Go ball. Right. That's the no. That's what he just what, what Brian just said. That's what he said. If you gonna get the money, then go 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 earn the money. You know, it's there. It's there for you to get. Ben Simmons went this when they when they had the Sixers summer camp and Ben Simmons was playing with LeBron in the summer camp and on him when he first got there. I said, he's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. The minute that he was met with Kardashian, I said, yeah. it's over. They, they like a curse, <laughs> man. They like a curse. Oh, I, I they are. And I mean, I think that's part of the reason why he loves that Lamar. social life, mm-hmm. that L.A. lifestyle, and that's where he wants to be. And again, it's just yeah. a sad Go case of complacency yeah. where it's like too it. late, and but. if he changes... It's going to be a very hard change. They would have to win the championship. Yeah, it's going to be a very hard change. You know, so 1204, we're going to take another break. Yeah, when we come back, we're going to have some more stuff. So just stay tuned, folks. You are tuned in to Sports Rap right here on Heat 100 Radio. We will see you on the other side in just a couple minutes. Yeah, Mike said that. That's true. He said you got to earn it, man. And welcome back to Sports Rap Podcast, people, uh, for part three, the closeout of today's show. So, again, you take the star status and the superstar (laughs) status out of that equation. 
and you look at both of those guys as basketball players, a lot of similarities as far as skill set, things that they can do on the court for their size. The difference, what I see, is the fact that Giannis is going to shoot the ball. Giannis is not concerned with, if I miss two free throws, I may come back and get them two right back and maybe get one more. Giannis is not scared at all, period. But (laughs) the difference also, too, is Mm -hmm. their approach to the game. Right. Giannis is one of those guys, like we said, is not not afraid to shoot. Right. But if you look at basketball-wise, I'm going to shoot this three if you let me shoot it. I'm going to shoot it. I may shoot three of them. I may not hit none. Yeah. But uh the difference is now, Mm -hmm. as a defender, Mm -hmm. now you got to close in a little bit. Yeah. You know what happened to me. And like we said, with my skill set being 6'11, you can close out. Now I'm going to the basket. And (laughs) I'm going to be aggressive going to the basket. Yes, you are. And I'm going to try and dunk on you if I can. But then real quick, you're and not hold on, hold on. Okay. And if I get fouled, mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about going to the free throw line and right. missing. Right. Because I know somewhere down the line, I'm going to get them two points back. And I'm going to get better. I'm going to get them two points back. Yeah. I think he's not scared of losing. On the flip side, like Brian has said several times, it's a scariness. It's a fear factor mm-hmm. there where... You see Ben Simmons oftentimes, and again, folks, I'm not dogging him out, so to speak. I'm <laughs> just dogging him out. He garbage. I, I'm just <laughs> basically, I'm giving you a, a, a basketball. Oh, I'm giving man. you a basketball perception because, like I also mentioned, mm. I like the kid. I like his talent, yeah. but I need more. He's complacent. It, it's kind of like, yeah. it's kind of like you got a kid. I'm about to say your kids. It's kind of like you got a kid. And you give a kid a piece of a you give a kid a piece of a cookie, and then you try to go away from it. That kid ain't going away. He's used to that cookie. That kid gonna want more. Yeah. He gonna want more. Yeah. So that situation is tough because he's not not that typical kid. He doesn't want more. He's again complacent. And where he cook. is. <laughs> He's fine with, all right, he gave me some. Mm, it was Back good. Mm, all right, I got it. Chocolate chip, he wants raisin. to be where he is right now. Yeah. He's, he's settled. He, he's comfortable. comfortable. Again, yeah. complacent with where he is. But athlete, you cannot mm-hmm. want to be considered great he's good. if you stay there. You've got to get better. Like, we just talked off air. We talked about Mike and Cody. And I brought up the situation, and everybody knows it. The situation when they won the three, Mike had some family issues or whatever. He ended up retiring. Mm -hmm. And then he didn't have anything else, so to speak. But he knew, well, I can play basketball. I can go back and do that. And he came back. Yeah. And the Bulls didn't win. But because of what he did prior to that, the media 
got on him. Again, like we said, he he might have lost a step. He might not have it anymore. He took all that in a motivational way. And Ben Simmons is taking this kind, would take that kind of talk as negative. But it wasn't. And we saw what happened when Mike came back, full training camp, full preseason. They ended up winning three more. So arguably, I always say they could have won those two in between if if Mike hadn't retired. Eight world titles straight. Um, I also think about one of the things that Jalen Rose said, and this was a conversation about Jalen Rose and I mean uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron. Jalen Rose said that the difference he saw in them and their pedigree, so to speak, was Mike. When he got to the level where he was winning championships, he was stopping people from winning. I mean, ultimately, they won three straight. He went out. But just still, he went three straight, went out, came back, and won three more. So he was stopping people from winning championships. He said LeBron right now was not stopping people. Oh, he won 10. He but but the, No, I'm saying he's not stopping people. I mean, we saw how LeBron was the best player, the self-proclaimed best player. He played Golden State four times. He stopped him once. Huh? Dirt beat him. He Dirt only stopped him once. Yeah, that's it. He, he only stopped, he only stopped Golden State yeah. once. They should have lost that, too. So, <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for Kyrie, they they might have lost that, Yeah, too. Draymond Green got suspended. No, if, they, if it wasn't for Kyrie, yeah. Cleveland would have lost that one, too. Exactly. You know, people say to me, "No, nah, well, no." Nah, I said Paul LeBron Lee. was the face; he was the superstar. Yeah, he got the he got the trophy, the MVP. Statistically, I said, but if you go back, oh, that's it. you go back and Cowboys you watch that series. Yeah, you, you go back and watch that series. Yeah. You Uncle watch that Drew. game. Uncle Drew was balling. If Kyrie don't play, Uncle Drew was balling. <laughs> or Kyrie has a bad game that night, yeah. they don't, don't win. Yeah, and I will chip. argue that forever. And all the LeBron fans that say, "Well, no, nah, LeBron." I'm not discrediting what he did, yeah. but I know what I saw. I know what I saw. We also talked about on this show with Baldy um, and in comparisons with the Mike and LeBron, which I have since uh, relinquished myself from. <laughs> but we also said that there are a lot of times when LeBron will defer. Late in games yeah. for someone else to shoot. Yeah. The greats. Don't shy away from that. The MJs, the Kobe's, the Larry Birds, the, Larry Birds, oh, the Larry Barclays, the AIs. Oh, what? I'm taking this shot. Yo, know? Yo. There, there was a time it, in a huddle <laughs> when Kobe <laughs> said, <laughs> hey, where Kobe said in a huddle, they were just they were trying to describe a play. Kobe just said, oh, what's the play? Get the ball to me and get out the way. That's right. MJ's ain't Now, the difference, the only difference in them was, the difference they was, was the coach in there. Because if you know, if you remember from watching um, the series on the Bulls and Phil Jackson, Mm -hmm. Phil didn't talk to Mike. (laughs) It's funny, but he didn't talk to Mike. He talked to Scotty. Offense and everything ran through Scotty. But, (laughs) when it came crunch time, Mike is going to get his, and we all know it. Yeah. 
And he was quick to say, he was even willing to say, I'm going to take that shot and I'm going to live with the result. Whether I make it or miss it. Kobe was the same way. They don't be scared of So, in order for Ben Simmons to revive or revitalize his career, he is going to have to. He's going to have to sharpen his craft. He's going to have to work on his craft. Right. I think it's too late. It very well is. And and the problem and the issue is. What year is this coming up? Eighth? The problem and the issue is the fact that you can talk to a plethora of people. Oh, when he's in practice, he does this. And he's in this, he does that. No, they're not lying. He's not in practice. They're not lying. But. Knock him down in practice. No, about being by yourself in the gym like No, it's. Kobe and Jake's He, he don't have about. that dedication. That's why I said he don't have That's that dedication. That's from good to great. That's why I said he don't have that Mike dedication. Mike always was in the gym by himself. Like, he's just like the only dude. Like, I don't want to be with nobody else. He doesn't have it. It's sad to say, like I said, I like the kid. I like the things that he can do. He's very talented. <laughs> okay, you make me mad. But he, in my opinion... Is not going to be. He's, not, he's a different. Animal. He's, he's not going to be considered one of the greats. He's going to be. He's going to be one of the really Ooh, good ones. Wrong, yeah, rings. that's the only way. I want to see Phil. But not so much just win a ring. He has to be a huge part in winning a ring. Like he can't just go to Golden State per se, and then they end up going to the chip and they win it. Somebody a, main, a main player he's, 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 he's got to be 25. Right, now that's, something, that's what I mean. He's out. Not so much that. He still got to be. He's still got to be. He still got to be a very intricate part, a main cog in whatever machine it is. Not even with not even with them out. They can still be there. He's got to do it. But the issue is, is there a want? Why like you say it's over, man? It's not a want. The His want, desire is not there. The want is not there. And it's a shame mm. because he's too talented to not to have that want. To not, in my opinion, to not want to be great. Yeah. Because it could be very easy for him. Like you said, you compare, you look at Giannis. Giannis is great. No, he was, he lost the year. He said, "No, I'm not tired." You know what it's said? not even they that. Said, he said he wants to win again next but year. But it's not right, even right that. He won the chase. So he like you said, it, it's it's not even that. It, it, the I situation yeah. with the situation with Giannis, and like I said, some a lot of things that he mentioned. He said, "Look, it took us eight years. Yeah. He wanted to know we kept it. fighting, we kept fighting, yeah. and we finally did it." He said, "This is how you're supposed to do it." Yeah. You know, and he caught himself. He said, "Well, I could say I can go to this team." He said, "No, I'm not going to say it," but. This is the way you're supposed to do it. Stay right there. And what that means is he had the determination. He had the trust in his teammates where on moments, Chris Chris Middleton well, is getting balling. buckets. I'm going to get buckets. I'm going to continually get buckets. But when I need to get mine, I'm going to get mine. And he, went to that line all the time, he puts in the work. Yes, he does. That that is the big difference. I like the, the the work being put in mm-hmm. is is the difference. Yep. And until 
that light switches on for Ben Simmons. Mm. That wire gets crossed in the right way for Ben Simmons. It's not going to happen. It's funny. I end this by saying this, man. It, we should be sitting here talking about how many championships the Sixers should be having. The dude, be, well, if, he would, if he put the work in, him and Embiid would be one well, too easy in the league. Well, part of the I, problem. I understand it because you're a Sixers fan. Yeah, part part, part of the right? problem. Part it's of that problem. So dangerous, man. The Toronto one. You we should have won. And he put the yeah. time in. That was the year in my own brand when we made the trade for saying, Jimmy Butler and Tobias. We should have won. Man. We should have won that. We should have been in the championship that year. Yo, I mean, I that series time. came down to that freaky-ass bounce. And after oh, yeah, the yeah. fact, looking back, you can't be mad at Kawhi because Kawhi took the shot. Yeah, I but, that. I mean, just <laughs> basketball-wise, he came – off of a six foot eleven defender, yeah. and got that shot up over a seven yeah, foot one, seven foot two almost defender. So, but I'm, no, but I'm just saying you they, can't you yeah. you can't get mad at him for no, that they, shot. They won, they won that. They won it they because if he doesn't make that, and we go to game seven. Won. We beat them in game seven. I, think so. I say that to this day, so. and I'll say this to the day I die. Yeah. We would have beat them in the game seven. Yeah. We'd have been playing so for the quiet, championship quiet ended it. that he year. Said, Look, Give me the ball. No, he didn't end it. Yeah. He just happened to be a shooter and got a hell of a shooter's bounce. Yeah, true, true. And the difference is, in the NBA, you can't touch the ball while it's on the rim. So, Sixers were put, they was they were pushed. They all, Some people say you were between a rock and a hard place. At that point, the Sixers were pushed up against that wall. Made my man cry. Because it was nothing, it was nothing that they could do. The ball bounced around the rim. All you could do at that point was just look at it and hope that it doesn't go in. And just by the basketball guy's grace, it went in. So, that, that, I mean, I will look at that play more than I'll look at the play from this year's playoffs. Oh, yeah. Quiet like, is my favorite play in the league. I hate to say I it. will look at that I play like over and over and over again and look at that play a thousand times more than I'll look at the play when Ben Simmons gave up that dunk. Yeah, I like because like, he's quiet. He got a crazy laugh, though. He quiet. But Kawhi, Kawhi has, be, Kawhi has become... But he didn't want to come to LeBron. See, I like that. He didn't want to go to LeBron. You know why? Yeah, he didn't want to play against him. He wanted to go home. He wanted to play against him. But the other thing... Yeah, the other thing with Kawhi is Kawhi is at the point in his career, point, yeah. and no disrespect, where he's got nagging injuries, right, where he's right. going to consistently miss time. Right, right. Low manager. Ooh, so it's time. good, yeah. you know, it's he's good like, that he got his rings. I mean, he yeah. got two rings he's when he could, he but he, he's got to that point in his career right. where he's got nag. Excuse me, nagging oh, oh, injuries. It's like thirty-one, thirty-two. Doesn't matter. You yeah. get them nagging injuries with the type of. With the play that they play and the rate that they play in the in the, in the NBA, you know, he, yeah, his career, the nagging injuries are now like to that point where he's going to consistently miss time. And MB consistently misses time. But the only difference is it's different positions. But now MB with this past season under this new coaching staff, now he's. Now he's beginning to get to un- to understand that I need to take better care of my body. Because because with me being hurt and playing the way I did, what would happen if I'm healthy? He'd be a beast more. If he's healthy, 
you say he averaged close to 30, right? right? 35, if he stays completely healthy, 35, you could arguably say 35, he could be up in that range where James Harden is in, like, scoring averages, up in that consistent 30-point like range. He could be. And, and the advantage that he has as a big man is, again, he can shoot mid-range. Mm-hmm. He can shoot the three. He can play with his back to the basket. And he can dribble enough to get his own shot when he needs to. So he can do it on all three levels. And he plays defense. And he shoots free throws. Oh, oh, he makes them too. He can shoot free throws. He's big. He got to learn how to um, land. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to get better. He's got to get better. AI was falling. Well, AI was getting knocked down because he was so little and he was putting in that work. And B, he's got to work. He's got to work on his balance. He's got to work on his balance, definitely. But from what he did last year, he's going to be, for the next couple years, in the MVP conversation. Consistently. Oh, yeah. right. rest of his career. Consistently. I won't say the rest of his career, but for the next couple of years. Uh, I think so. The next couple of years, he he's going to be in that because the coaching staff now sees truly what they have as far as getting the best out of that talent that they have on that right. roster. Brett Brown, I thought, was a decent coach. I just felt like he was not the coach to get the Sixers over the hump. Right. Because, in my opinion, he didn't utilize his talent correctly. True. Um, when you look at the Sixers roster right now, Danny Green would have made a big difference in that Hawks series. If Danny Green could play the whole series, oh, even with Ben Simmons not doing anything, oh, we still win that series. Yeah, he, 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 so he, that was a huge loss. He's a streaky shooter. That was a huge loss mm-hmm. for us. Danny Green. He's um, experienced player. It's, but we can't. We can't. Very on the bench, man. Right. Right. Over top of the super. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Danny Green. He, he so play. I'm glad that they were able to come to an agreement and bring Danny Green back. Um, because that's gonna Are help Joe. Back? Okay. That's gonna help Joe. Of course. Like like Baldy always says we need a wing player that can create his own shot like off the dribble. Night. Not even so much 20 at night. You need that player that's going to be able to be that threat to create his shot off off his own off his own dribble. Um, They're arguably looking at Tyrese Maxey for that. I love Maxey. And And you can look and see Tyrese Maxey has been putting in the work. But Tyrese Maxey, second year, first year in the league. First year in the league. How about shake? Hold on, we get to shake in a second. But Tyrese Maxey is a perfect example. I like but hold on, hold on. The yeah. first perfect example what we just scared. talked about about Ben won't get in the gym. It's yeah. not even about being scared. Yeah. He got some playing time as a rookie. He's good too. So he knows by being there with veterans, Danny Green, being with solid NBA guards as his co- as part of his right. coaching staff right. and Doc Rivers and Sam Cassell. Sammy. He knows what he needs to work on. Oh, so he's so. been in the gym working on that. Right. Hopefully we'll see some good things tonight from him in the summer league or whatever. Oh, yeah, so there's the difference. And the Sixers, like I said, like Baldy always says, they need somebody that can get off the dribble. Right. We don't have that 
Tobias, right now. Yeah, Tobias got all that money. But Tobias, Tobias, I was about, just about to say that Tobias has the tendency to disappear. In the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. And just period. He just has, like he has the tendency to disappear. The problem, the problem I have with Shake stems from, for me, in my opinion, it stems from Brett Brown's last year here. Where you wanted to call yourself being aggressive as far as dealing with Ben. And you started to take the ball out of um, out of uh, Ben's hands, and it all goes back to that Boston series in the bubble where you named Shake the starter. In my opinion, I like Shake, but right now in his career, Shake's not a starter at point guard for you. You see, Doc, right? You see, you see the season Shake had this past season, but you see the difference in the coaching style. He wasn't the starter. Right. He was the point guard for the second unit, but right. I know you can score, so I'm going to need you to do a little bit of that too. I'm not going to have you worry about setting everybody up. Mm-hmm. You're going to play the point guard, but if you see an opening, yeah. then you go. You take it. Maxie, that's the difference, and that's what I think gave May Shake Milton have a better career, right. I mean a better season. Right. So, again, like Brian said, we gave Tobias all that money. And, and at the time – one of the things I said about that situation after we had him and Jimmy, when we found out that Jimmy was not coming back, the situation roster-wise and business-wise for the Sixers, because of the season that Tobias had to bring him to the Sixers, at the end of that season, you couldn't let both of them get away. So I was okay with keeping Tobias I wasn't okay with the money. I would have been okay with the money if he just showed up. Showed right. Up. But that's what I'm saying. That's what made me not okay yeah. with the money. His, his, moments, his, moments of, but his moments of disappearing yeah. was like, uh, I don't know about this money right now. So, and, and the, other, the other bad signing at the time was that Al Horford signing. <clears throat> that wasn't going to work unless Al Horford was coming off the bench. Right. Him starting, him starting yeah. with Joel just didn't work. Yeah. That didn't work at all. Um, you yeah. see, they played better when he switched them to coming off the bench. Yeah. They played better. But the other problem was that money. Yeah. But that problem was that money. Right. That was why they were kind of strapped. That's why they still kind of strapped now as far as free agency and things of that nature. Back. He came back home. Right. So, yeah, he went back to the Celtics. So, it's going to be a decent season for the Sixers. The expectations are not going to be as high as the past season. I don't know how decent it's going to be. The locker room, Vince right? Simmons, they're going it, to have it's to a lot. They're going to have to figure it out before it's, the season It's starts. a lot going on, and okay, I'm going to get cancer. Yeah. Listen, I every mean, time you miss a shot, yep, he's going to get booed. They're going to kill him. One road too, probably. Yeah, one road. even anywhere, anywhere, they're going to kill him. Y'all got to start the season off like. Fire. Yeah, fifteen is oh yeah. yeah they got to start off crazy, or <laughs> else he's gonna catch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's he's, he's gonna catch it. Absolutely, that's a yeah. lot for y'all. Man. Absolutely, and it's sad. Like I said, it's sad. So, with that being said, a thousand shots. We're gonna close out today. Um, formally, I think Brian World Guy Squad, oh five oh seven. Thank creation you, victory man. for yes, being sir. in the building. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
I appreciate the also the after the fact the basketball dialogue. Shout out to everybody that tuned in Shout as out. always. Yes, sir. Uh, you know where you can reach me. Right. At sportswrap underscore D on Instagram and Twitter. You can check the website sportswrapradio.com, YouTube Sportswrap TV, and this audio will be up tomorrow mm. on Anchor, Google, iHeart, and most of your podcast outlets. Right. Frank. Franklin Mulligan 2418 on Instagram, and you can also find me on Facebook. And Brian. You can find me on World Guy Squad Apparel on Instagram, uh, Browlin Rose on Instagram. Um, you can find me at Pathway Evangelist Church on Frankfurt Avenue. Um, for services start Sunday 12 noon. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Zoom at Pathway right. Evangelist Church on Zoom, Monday nights and Wednesday nights on Facebook Live. And you can find me with my man, Sports Rat. Absolutely. Sir, anytime. So, okay. as always, folks, Come on back, man. be great on purpose. Yeah. Enjoy this Monday once again. Sixers kick off their preseason uh, in Vegas tonight. Okay. 4 p.m. on NBA TV. Eagles kick off the preseason Thursday against the Steelers at 7.30 on NBC 10. They are here. Um, The WNBA also resumes on Thursday with the Sun versus the Storm. And today's MLB schedule, the Reds are at the Indians, the Brewers are at the Cubs, the White Sox are at the Twins, the Yankees and the Royals, and the Marlins and the Padres. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Like I said, the video is up if you can get to Facebook Live. If not, anybody that knows Brian that will have copy, he will get this video very, very soon before the end of the week to share with you all. And we'll see you. All week on social media, yeah. media, and next week right back here in studio. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See ya. Oh my